0: Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind-the-scenes look at their teaching process.
1: We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Welcome to Menlo Midweek, everyone. Mark here. And this week, instead of Jess,
0: we have Keith. I'm back. I'm back, everybody. I know it's it's been a few weeks. I was here with Scotty Scruggs and Jess a few weeks ago, and uh, now instead of being Mark, I'm going to be Jess. Awesome, so, and Jess. Scruggs we're not replacing around.
1: you. We still love you. It's just always. Love it's you, fun Jess. to co-host with someone. Yeah, it's good. And we're interviewing Scott Palmbush, our acting head of staff. Fantastic speaker from this past weekend. Hi, Scott.
2: Hey guys, fun to be here with you, as always. Uh, Matt Summers, our Mountain View campus pastor, sometimes calls me the um, Ahas uh, yeah. acting <laughs> head of staff. Yeah, so head yeah, staff. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. exactly that means, yeah. but
0: Re- Reverend Dr. Ahas.
2: Yeah, there we Perfect. go. Perfect. Always Love
0: gotta it. look out for those Mountain View campus pastors. That's that, right. They, they think of weird things, so yeah.
1: Indeed, indeed. And
0: Having you two here,
1: it reminds me of a podcast idea that Jess and I had called Deep Voices, where we get people mm. with deep voices mm. on staff to chat yes. about deep things. I'd listen mm. to that. You guys I, have great
0: voices. I, I think so. I've often <laughs> said that I should uh, go into voice acting in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's the real reason I moved to California three years oh, ago. Yeah? Okay. I'm to break into the industry. No. <laughs> Half the battle's the voice, really. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Great. Indubitably.
1: Well, we kicked off our get in the game series this past weekend. How exciting was that? I thought that was really fun. Scott, you're up there with a clipboard and a whistle acting like a coach. That was so fun. Yeah, I hope it translated. I wasn't sure if
2: it would be awkward or, or fun, but uh, I had a lot of fun anyway. <laughs> it people like seem a to lot be into it. So. I
0: think that's what's most important is you had fun with it. Yeah, no, really. No, no. <laughs> when's uh, when's the last time, you, have you coached a sport? When was the last time?
2: Well, you know, I used to coach a fair amount for my kids. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've, you know, coached, softball or uh, little league baseball i've coached uh soccer basketball you know all of those sports mm-hmm. um but uh you know my kids are older now so i i i don't i don't get to coach mm-hmm. as much right. and uh that's kind of sad for me so but mm-hmm. you know i still have it in me and kind of came
0: out on sunday a little but yeah, uh yeah. yeah for those of you that don't know uh you can go online and, and look this up for yourself but scott was a d1 football player for the stanford university go wow. cardinals and uh so i'm i was wondering did you enjoy coaching for like your kids sports more or actually playing back in the day
2: wow well you know it's it's such a different thing to uh even in different season in your life (laughs) so um you know i i i love sports i i love to i love to play i love to watch uh i love to coach so it's it they all kind of uh you know, mm-hmm. I, I love all of that. And so mm-hmm. I love the season I get, I got to, uh, to coach, but, um, you know, I mean, they're younger kids. And so at that time it was more about just making sure they felt, you know, loved Absolutely. and capable. And, uh, so I had to dial back the competitiveness mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. now I mostly watch my kids play sports. My daughter yeah. plays, uh, down at Azusa Pacific plays volleyball and my, yeah. uh, when my kids is on uh, the varsity basketball team at Mountain View High. And so now I'm just that rabid fan in the stands that, <laughs>
1: that yells um, or tries, you know, to dial it back. And you but. have such a soft, squeaky quiet voice i'm sure that no one hears you when you Uh, yell it's uh
2: you know i get embarrassed because you know sometimes there's people from the church you know in the Uh, in the you know because you gotta be on your best behavior yeah you know i don't want them to you know (laughs) have an opinion of me that maybe
1: would be bad so i was at um my like casual men's basketball league that i play on monday nights in san carlos shout out sc buckets come watch us we're really fun to watch a mom got kicked out of the stands <laughs> <laughs> from yelling from the game before and i was like that's so awesome Wish my mom came to the game right. one and two would yell enough where she would get kicked out did I she leave the
0: orange slices for the team afterwards though. no that's but
1: my wife out. brings orange slices and right. it's the best it's either gummies or orange slices right. or way to go missy way yeah she's go. awesome now i gotta say you know speaking of my
2: i don't know if my mom listens to the the podcast uh, i know she watches the sermons but <laughs> she's uh, she the one
1: that calls in all the time and like wants to talk to our guest Scott
2: <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> oh, okay she she might if she listened uh, I'll have to tell her to listen yeah. but uh you know my mom will love to cheer and yell and I I could hear her uh from across the football field I could hear her voice <laughs> cheering me on um and uh I you know she talk about a super fan uh my mom just loves to cheer, so she's been to some of my kids' games and I kinda have to sit next to her, you know, and put my hand on her back, you know, just to Mm -hmm. say, it's okay, mom, sorry. But love her and uh, she's always been a a, a cheerleader and a champion in my life, so. That's great.
1: Yeah, it's always a double-edged sword of like, I loved hearing my parents root for me, but at the same time, I could always hear their voices more than other people Mm -hmm. and so I'd be like, mom, stop, let me shoot this free throw (laughs) and like concentrate, I know I need to make it.
0: Totally.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, Scott, we are kicking off our Get in the Game series, and I think you helped shape that a little bit. Can you give us an overview on why this series, how we got here, what our hopes are?
2: Yeah, I uh, appreciate that. You know, there's something that's always I always try to uh, say when I'm, I'm talking to uh, our congregation, whether I was Mountain View, Saratoga, here in Menlo Park, any of our campuses, and just it's this idea that um, you know we want everybody to experience the fullness of what God has for us. And um, where we find that uh, is is in kind of getting ourselves fully immersed, going all in, in in the uh, call that God has in our life. And sometimes, um, you know, it takes a little while to figure out what that is, but um, sometimes we can um, overthink it. Sometimes we can be reluctant. Uh, But when we step back, when we're not, when we kind of are like, well, I don't know, um, we miss out. On on what God might have for us and what we might learn and how we might grow, hmm. you know, it's not always easy. Um, and and you know, as a church family, we have places for people to serve, and we have you know ministries that where volunteers are crucial to making those happen. But um, I always want our volunteers, I always want the folks that serve to be doing it. Out of the right heart and spirit, and mm-hmm. and that that's what mm-hmm. really this was about. So it's not about uh, you know twisting someone's arm or doing it out of it's it, it's kind of like um, you know we we ta- they talk about in the, um, Paul talks about in the scriptures you know giving with a uh, a heart that's uh, you know glad and sincere. Um, we're serving with a heart that's glad and sincere mm-hmm. yeah. out of mm-hmm. uh, gratitude and out of joy and out of saying uh, Jesus. This is where I know I'll find life and, and hope, and so um, it's trying to reframe that sense of of what's it mean to serve. It's a privilege. It's a joy. It's the way that we we get transformed, mm-hmm. um, and that that's the heart behind it. And you know, the fun thing is, Paul uses a lot of athletic imagery in his letters, and uh, so it's 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 fun to take that theme and think, okay, uh, for even Paul used it mm-hmm. uh, in his communication with the churches, so we can. Think about it, and I know athletic stuff is not everybody's cup of tea, you know. So, you know, you have to be thoughtful about how you use those metaphors. Mm -hmm. But I think for a lot of us, that idea of getting in the game, of 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 getting to play, Mm -hmm. of of a sideline where we're just kind
1: of sitting and watching Mm -hmm. but not participating, Mm -hmm. um, we can all kind of relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you kicked off the series with our first week of getting the game, and that was one of your points. Is how getting in the game can lead not only just to participation, but also to a life of fullness and a life of meaning. And so I'd love for you to summarize your message a little bit, just for those that haven't listened to it. And then I've got some great questions for you that I'm excited to pick your brain about.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a pretty simple message, um, you know, just sort of acknowledging at the beginning that um, the pandemic has, uh, among the many effects of the pandemic, Um, it has caused a lot of us to kind of step back a little bit and be a little more careful, a little more fearful, a little more wary of, of things. And, um, and, you know, I was trying to encourage us all to say, okay, let's recommit, commit to to saying, okay, I want to be all in. I want to follow Jesus with everything I have. I want to be part of the work that God's doing in the world. I want to be in the game, on the field, however you want to say that. And I want to do that, uh, not because I want to earn God's favor or make God like me more, because we can't do that. God loves you, knows you. Uh, he loves you as much as you possibly can right now, but we do it out of gratitude and we do it because uh, we want to live the, that full life uh, that Jesus talks about in John 10, uh, 10. So that's the heart of the sermon. Mm-hmm. Get in the game uh, and live the life that God has for you.
1: I really enjoyed the sports metaphor, but I agree. I think that for, for some people it might not, Be the perfect thing for them. But I think it, it, what you're, what the essence of what Paul is saying is that it's important to just participate. And by participating, it leads to a life that is so much more than something if you're just sitting by and watching. So Mm -hmm. I I hope that translates. I think you did a good job at translating that, even if those people maybe weren't um, sports people. But you did make a lot of sports analogies. And I thought it was really funny when you said, if you're a Jesus follower, you have to give 110%. And how coaches say that sometimes. <laughs> and it's just like, I know that's not math, but. Yeah. Yeah. Math. Yes. Totally. And at one point, you I think you quoted Philip Yancey. And he said that pain redeemed impresses more than pain avoided. And I thought that that was just an interesting place to take um, a message that was so focused on like participation, getting in the game. And my immediate, when I hear I need to get in the game, it's like, I don't know if I want to play because that might lead to stress or me getting hurt or it just makes me tentative. I don't really know. So I'm glad that you brought that up and I'm curious as to how you got there.
2: Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's exactly what you said, right? It's a lot safer on the sideline. Right. I'm not going to get injured. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, uh, I, I, I don't have to, you know, stress about whether I'm performing the way I need to perform, Nobody's judging me. Mm-hmm. It's a safe place to be on the sideline. and yeah. so to get in the game means you have to. There's a risk involved, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I didn't want to shy away from that. I didn't want to say, "Hey, it's going to be all you know, roses and wonderful right. out on the field." It's going to be hard, and and Paul doesn't shy away from saying that either. You know, he's mm-hmm. straining ahead, he's pressing on, and if you know what Paul's experience has been, right? I mean, uh, I mean, he gets beaten and whipped and shipwrecked and all of that, um, yet. I press on uh, because Mm -hmm. this is so worth it. And so um, I think to say that uh, I can avoid pain, I can sit on the sideline, but that again, doesn't lead to the kind of life uh, that God has and wants for me. And Mm -hmm. so I've gotta be willing to get in the game. I gotta be willing to risk uh, pain, challenge, difficulty, people upset with me, Mm -hmm. uh, me dealing with my own failures and sin, and, um, but, but, uh, you know, to have God come step in and redeem that and uh, bring beauty out of that and uh, all the, the wonderful uh, promise of the gospel, um, that is worth it. That what is what makes faith an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adventures always have ups and downs, but at the end of the day, it's life lived to the full.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And you have so like you have such a, a big topic here of get in the game. You could have taken it a hundred thousand different ways. Somehow you distilled that into about 30 minutes. I'm sure that you wanted to include some things, maybe stories or other, I don't know, other thoughts that you had. If you had more time, what would you have liked to have included in this first message? Well, exactly.
2: I think the stories would have been mm. wonderful. I mean, you know, I could have told lots of sports stories. I enjoyed doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know, you are limited in, in the amount of time. I, I uh I, you know, I was, I was, I had a story that I cut, um, just talking about me getting on the field for the first time. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, when, um, the, you know, when you play sports, there's a, uh, depth chart you know where yeah. you are like in terms of of you know starting and and whatnot and so um when the starter got hurt uh came off the field I I went in for uh for one play it was my first play college. Football. I was like I'm in the game <laughs> I yeah. did uh, it uh but I I was it was against um USC and I I remember lining up as a defensive lineman lining up against this this offensive lineman that was bigger than a house I mean yeah. huge yeah. <laughs> 320 pounds or something I was you know, less than that for sure. And, um, he had bloodshot eyes and he just looked like he wanted to hurt me. And, um, Hmm. I, and he did, he actually (laughs) did want to hurt me, but, uh, (laughs) I, I up and I gave it my all and, you know, he kind of just pounded me into the turf and, uh, and then I got back up, and then I saw the starter. He was just kind of shaken up, so he came back in, and I went out. But you know, I, yeah. I, I came yeah. off the hill, but I had grass stains. I played against USC, this team mm. that I'd only mm-hmm. seen on TV, right. you know, and uh, yeah. I was on top of the world. Um, and I, you know, it, it motivated me to try to, you know, get a little bigger and stronger and try to do better next time. But uh, it, you know, I think um, trying to capture that sense of. You know, it was hard, it didn't go the way I wanted to, but I I was I was contributing. I was Mm. part of Mm. of the team in a different way. Um and I had the grass stains to prove it, you know. So I I wanted to kind of, I would've been fun to share that story, but, um, and I think just sharing, there was, there could have been lots of stories we could have told because there's so many people in our congregation who have been in it for the long haul, who have given so much and seen so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have loved to to have told some of those stories or shared some of those stories. I think that would have made it richer. I did have the chance to talk to some folks on the patio after mm-hmm. the sermon, you know. And yeah. it was touching, especially for some of the older folks, right, who have given so much mm-hmm. and feel like, okay, you know, I, 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 I'm older. I've given a lot. I can step back a little bit now. Mm-hmm. But, but for some of them with tears in their eyes saying, you know what, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. I got more that I can give. I, 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 God has put this on my heart and I'm going to find a way to get, get in the game. And I just thought, wow, if they can do it,
1: you know, um, all of us can. So. Yeah that's that's, that's inspiring because i feel like not only had they gotten the game but they've also continued to be in the game and yes. persevered even mm-hmm. when probably the game has changed or maybe right. it looks a lot different than when they started so man that's re- that's really amazing you know, I'm, yeah. I'm really inspired that's,
0: by that yeah me too it's a great first like memory story of of getting in like actual football game I'm curious, do you remember what like area of ministry in the church like you first stepped into volunteer wise and maybe what what helped you get into that
2: yeah, you know it, uh, that's a good question um, and it was actually here at menlo i i well mm-hmm. i mean there's been a few different experiences, sure. but one that I remember um, was when I was involved in the college group here um, you know they'd asked different ones of us to share and do different things and so I remember one Sunday uh, they had asked me to share part of a message mm-hmm. um, to the college group here yeah. and uh, I, I, I got up and I did that and I, I enjoyed doing it. I thought it was good at, yeah. you know, good thing, but I, I didn't think that much of it, but mm-hmm. I had several people come up to me and say, Hey, I, 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 I hmm. really feel like you're gifted at this, or I can hmm. really imagine you doing this like, or even, you know, more, I'm, I'm getting a sense from God that there's something here for like, you know, yeah. to spiritual. Wow. So I remember that distinctly, yeah. uh, because, that began in my mind to sort of wrestle with God and say, "Okay, God, what does that mean?" Hmm. Um, and I think the beauty of that is, right? It's um, how do we know where our game is and what we're mm-hmm. called to do? And it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be in the church per se, but mm-hmm. uh, the community is so much a part of helping yeah. us sort right. that out. Yeah. And um, that idea may not have even been in my mind if people hadn't been listening or sensing God's mm-hmm. presence or or you know cared enough about me to express that. And so. Yeah. That's, um, you know, I, I said a little bit about that in the sermon, but oh. really um,
0: it's such an important part of being a community that we help each other find mm-hmm. our place on the field. Yeah, just like you yelling in the stands for your kids. We need those people yelling alongside us, us and cheering us on yeah. when we're trying new things, right? Yes, you know, yeah. so much. Keith, what about for you? When was the first time you mm. served? Wow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Scott, it goes way, way back, I'm sure. I. I remember my my favorite thing when I was a kid serving was um, every so often, mostly like in Sunday night service, um, Uh we would get to carry the offering plates down the center aisle. And then we would be the ones that pass the offering plates. And uh I just remembered thinking how fun that was mostly I think, cause I got to stand up and walk around in church <laughs> sure. um, and then uh, and then see what people put in the offering plates too. So, you know, Ooh, it was mm, the beginning, wow. the beginning of me watching people tithe and see how much I guess. <laughs> but I remember that just cause it was fun, you know, as a, as a kid, again, to be involved and um, and then along the way, you know, getting passed out the bulletins when people were coming in. So I remember a lot of those moments and then jumping ahead, it would have been like when I was in college, when I would go and volunteer, I uh, was student ministry, and I started doing student yep. ministry for a long time, and eventually graduated out of student ministry. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. How about you?
1: I think the first time I actually was on a service team by my own, like, I want to do this, was in Japan. It mm-hmm. was post-college, post, um, post-working for a few years in architecture, I moved to Japan to teach English, but also... I really wanted to get, I felt a calling to go, I didn't know what that meant at the time, but to go help a church there. And so one of my first days when I landed, I remember I walked in a straight line down the street that I had and I like took pictures behind me like breadcrumbs so I could remember how to get back <laughs> to my apartment and found a Starbucks yeah. and hopped on Wi-Fi and just Googled like churches. And luckily there was one like within five minutes that spoke English wow. of my apartment, which is wow. awesome. Wow. So. I went there and it took about six months. But after that, I, I'd go there pretty consistently and wanted to help out, but never really knew it was right. And then we were preparing for our Christmas services and I stopped by one night and I was just helping a friend like take tape off the stage to make the stage look prettier. And they're like, okay, great. You're on like the stage team now. And that was how this all started was peeling tape. Nice.
0: Peeling tape. Peeling tape. That's it. got
1: you.
2: Yeah. It's so fun to hear those stories. I was we uh, actually were with some folks yesterday who were um wanting to become covenant partners. Oh, yeah. You know, the way we talk about mm-hmm. membership of the church. And one of the things they said about, you know, why why Menlo? Why why were you here? And um they they specifically said, um, we're here because we got kind of put to work, like mm-hmm. like you guys you know, you guys needed us. And we were able to serve here and do something meaningful. And some churches we went to, Mm. um, you know, there's lots of different churches out there, but we were just kind of sitting and, you know, experiencing things, but we, there was no way to serve. There was no way to get Mm. in the game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I I think, um, you know, just how powerful it is, right, that you know, hey, you get, to, you get to be a part of it. You get to pass the plates. You get to, you know, tape down the thing. You know, and <laughs> um, because that's how uh the community
1: works, right? Um, we mm-hmm. need to be a part of it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And a question that I had, Scott, that, that kind of tails into that would be, you, you at one point send your message like, we're in like a check off the box kind of culture. And so how can we remain encouraged when we say, yes, I wanted to get in the game or maybe I've been in the game for a while uh how what what advice would you give how would you encourage someone that's like i'm in the game or i want to but i just feel a little bit discouraged in this season i'm not sure what i what i need Mm -hmm. well how would you encourage someone to say you got this keep going there's opportunity there there's more what would you say well i i mean that I, i guess if somebody's in that place i'd have a couple thoughts and and
2: one of them is you know listen to the listen to that uh feeling that sense, mm-hmm. give it to the Lord. Um, cause maybe it is a sign that you should step back, you know, and mm-hmm. take okay. a little, uh, breather, you know, there, there is rest is in the Bible. And, uh, there is, there is a sense where, um, we need to take stock sometimes and, you know, maybe Maybe it's time for another call. Maybe I need to listen to God a little more in that. Um, or maybe I need a little rest to get rejuvenated, right. to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, right? I mean, uh, there's timeouts, right? Mm-hmm. They're in mm-hmm. a game, right? Mm-hmm. People come off the field and mm-hmm. and uh, the subs come in and you get a breather, you know? And um, so that's that's all part of it. Um and it may just need mean that you need um, some encouragement too, you know. To again, back to the community. Like I right. just maybe I'm feeling a little dry because I just need. Maybe I need to call a friend. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to mm-hmm. pray with my life group. Maybe yeah. that's something that. Um, because you know, I mean, the enemy. We talked about this a little on Sunday. Just you know, wants to discourage us. That's mm-hmm. prime. That's a primary weapon. Right. Uh, and so um, you know, we need the community. That's what the church. Uh, in many ways, if the church is for anything, it's to help us continue to be encouraged in the work of the mm-hmm. kingdom. So, Yeah,
1: that's great. And one of the things that I love most about what we do here to help provide community is Starting Point. And mm-hmm. Keith, you run Starting Point at Menlo Park sometimes. Yeah. Uh, what is it? How can people get involved with it? Why is it beneficial? What do you
0: like about it? Yeah, Starting Point is a wonderful experience. It's coming up at all of our campuses in September, the week of September 11th. It'll be starting. And I love it just as a, one, it's a space where you can come in and get connected with other people. And Mm -hmm. so whether that Mm -hmm. means you're new to the church and you're just trying to build out relationships, um, or you've been around for a while and you're just wanting to kind of meet some new people, get in the game, get kind of reconnected into things, starting point is just this wide, beautiful place for all of that to happen. And so you get to meet all of our staff a lot more than you do on Sunday morning, spend time with us, eat some meals. Uh, hear all about what makes our church run um, kind of our vision and purpose and means in which we do things Um, and then often one of two things will happen for for people Uh, one you kind of find an avenue of service in the church maybe it's students or kids ministry um, which we always need more volunteers in or uh, you'll find your people there Uh, so Mm -hmm. we ran a we ran starting point back in february at our campus and there was this little group of young couples who had been coming to the church every single week with each other and hadn't met each other. Hmm. And all of a sudden, they sat down at this table and they found each other. And for so many of them, it was like this, especially after COVID and the isolation they had gone through, it was just this huge source of life and enjoyment. And now every Sunday, I see them out on the patio talking to each other, planning what they're going to do together during the week. and. So, um, so yeah, starting point is great for wherever you're at. If you're needing to just find those people to encourage you in life, if you're trying to find that Avenue in which you want to serve and get in the game. Um, starting point is your place. So you can register online now mm-hmm. at menlo.church and we'd love to have you at one of our campuses. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you need, you know you want to talk through
1: you have questions you can text our team anytime too you can text us at 650-600-0402 that comes to our online team here and we'd be happy to answer any of your questions or walk through or maybe even set up you know a contact at one of the starting point venues that we offer at our campuses for you to be greeted at the door if that will make you feel better so uh take advantage of that please and we would i I just think it's such a, a wonderful thing that we offer as a way that that we can come together as a big church to make it to make our church feel small and to get Community in places that we need. So, I think that's awesome. And Scott, thank you so much for being here. What parting thoughts do you have, if any? What encouragements can you give this week for people that want to get in the game?
2: Yeah, I, I'm just excited for for this series, and I love I love it when I see somebody uh, and the lights come on and they go, "Man, this is this is what I'm I'm made for." So, I, mm-hmm. I just hope people mm-hmm. take some initial first steps, try something, uh, whatever step you can take, uh, God will use it. So, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be huge. Uh, even if it just starts with just praying and listening and saying, "Hey God, where where could you use me?" and I'm excited for this series too. You know, we've got Scott Dudley coming up next next week. He was a, a pastor here um, for for a long time, and uh, just uh, he's going to kind of look at the legacy of getting in the game mm-hmm. and how right. we can have an impact with people over over years, um, awesome. which is really cool. And then uh, our campus pastors are gonna be teaching um, with mm-hmm. more specific ways mm-hmm. at the campuses mm-hmm. That, that, mm-hmm. that you can uh, get in the game. And then uh, Mark Swarner's gonna be finishing our series uh, talking about the big game, the big, mm-hmm. the, how mm-hmm. big this field is uh, yeah. worldwide and how we can really have an impact uh, on all that God is doing in the world. So it's it's I'm excited about this season and I hope it really is a season for people to uh, take stock and uh, find their
1: place. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here, Scott. And thanks, Keith. Thanks for helping out. Yeah. Always good to be here. Yeah. Scott, thanks. Yeah. Great to be here. Thank you, guys. Really fun. Bye, everybody. Go sports.
0: Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening. And our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays. And this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening.
1: We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.